This is Reflections on Investing with the Cornell Capital Group. Episode 6, Long-Term Stock Returns. What should you expect? Hello, and welcome to another session of Reflections on Investing from the Cornell Capital Group. And what I'd like to do today is, is follow up a little bit more with what I discussed in the last two sessions, which was the level of the stock market. What I'd like to turn to now, which you'll see is very related to that, is the long-run returns you can expect if you invest in the stock market. So let me, let me turn to the iPad and uh, put some numbers down for us here. I'm going to talk about the market level. I'm going to talk about the risk premium and the return you can expect. Let me put a P here so it's risk premium. So... Right now, the market's about 4,200, as measured by the S&P 500. And in the previous two sessions, we calculated that that was consistent with a risk premium of 4%, and given about a 1.6% return on 10-year government bonds now, the return you could expect on stocks was the sum of the risk premium and that 1.6%, or 5.6%. But then I went through a calculation. I said, suppose we hold everything else constant and we let the risk premium change. What happens to the market? For example, what happens if the risk premium, which has been going down, we saw that last time, fell to 3%? And I calculated if that happened, the stock market would rise to uh, 5,663. Sounds wonderful. On the other hand, if the risk premium were to go back up to the average, to what it's averaged about the last 10 years, and that's 5.5%, then the stock market would fall to 3,061. That sounds horrible. But suppose you're not trying to guess where the market's going. You're just in for the long term. You're going to buy and hold. What sort of return could you expect over the long term if you got this boom where the risk premium fell and the market jumped, or if you got this crash where the risk premium uh, rose and the market fell? And the answer in both cases is 5.6%. And you might say, how could that be? This is a great market. This is a terrible market. How could it be that you earn the same thing? And the answer is you have to consider the long term. In the situation where the risk premium falls to 3%, you're going to earn lower returns in the future. You get a big front-end jump and then lower returns. On the other hand, when it rises to 5.5%, you get a big short-term drop and then higher returns. But in either case, it's going to average out to 5.6%. Why? Because that's the way the market is priced right now. You might say, well, is there any way to get around that? I don't like 5.6% on the stock market. I need 8 or 9%. How am I going to get that? Well, unfortunately, there's only two ways. One is, and this is extraordinarily hard to do and not something we recommend, but to try to time the market. If the risk premium falls to 3%, the market rises, get out. And then try to get back in after the risk premium is risen. A lot of people have tried that. Very few have succeeded. The only other way to 
get around the mathematical logic of being stuck at 5.6% is that the earnings of the companies that compose the S&P 500 are extraordinarily good, better than are currently expected. And that's a very important point. It's not just the earnings have to be good. They have to be better than expected. And that's very difficult in a time where expectations are running high. So what's the bottom line? The bottom line is that when the market is very high, like it is today at 4,200, it's extremely hard to escape the mathematical logic of lower expected returns. So unfortunately, that's something you better plan for. This has been Reflections on Investing. Thanks so much. For more information, please visit www.cornell-capital.com. This podcast is being made available for educational purposes only and should not be used for any other purpose. The information contained herein does not constitute and should not be construed as an offering of advisory services or an offer to sell or solicitation to buy any securities or related financial instruments in any jurisdiction.